0: Welcome to Simply Walk the Talk. Our bodies and minds adapt to what we do most of the time. If you want to change your body and mind, you must change what it is you do most of the time. This podcast explores all things health, wellness, fitness, lifestyle, and biohacking. Stay tuned as we explore various thoughts, methods, and experiences from a multitude of conversations between our interesting guests, and experts through many fields of work. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Simply walk the top.
1: Simply walk the top.
0: So yes, we're going to be talking about the uh, what was it? The the no reception, the, the map that
2: you're going to be posting. The oh, A,
3: yeah. the total guy being drunk.
2: Oh my god.
3: That's when the psilocybin was kicking in. I was like, "Wait, is that am I high or is this guy high? Who's high?" <laughs> aliens. Everybody. Yeah.
0: Aliens. We got oh, we got the alien music. Shooting coming.
3: stars.
0: Sex parties that we walk by. Pepe Ramirez. Oh, Pepe. Oh, Pepe. <laughs> we got it all. In. Three in okay. the morning
3: hikers. Like, yes. Where are these people going? Though?
0: So you may be wondering, as you're listening to this part of the show, the intro, you're like, okay, what are they talking about? It's about to get crazy, okay? We're going to explain the story that last weekend, um, I, I definitely think changed my life <laughs> in many ways. And um, I am, I couldn't be more excited to experience it with the people that are here with me now. And so we have two first timers. We're popping the cherry on two of them. And we have someone on the show that's been, this will be the third time on the show. So we've got Ingrid, we've got Salim, we've got Pepe. Now, obviously his name is not Pepe. <laughs> Maybe it's not obvious, I don't know. But we're we're concealing his identity for a reason and, uh, yeah, he's a superstar. But um, you'll understand as we get into the show is the reason why we need to conceal his identity. Anyway, um, Ingrid, why don't you introduce yourself being that this is your first time on the show.
3: Hi, everyone. My name is Ingrid De O. And uh, I've been really good friends with everyone here for quite some time. And so, I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yee!
2: And Celine? Yes, Happy to be back for the third time. Josh, Salim Najjar. You got it right this time. Yeah, first time, time we had a couple takes. The first time we had a couple of takes. Okay, we had a couple, okay. I, I had a couple of takes too. It was my first podcast. <laughs> you popped my podcast, Jerry, on that time. But mm. it's great to be back and happy to have you all in my new home in Venice now. Because we've recorded in That's my right. place in New York and now out here in Venice, the new sound headquarters.
0: Which is awesome because right now we are looking out at this beautiful sun on the water on the beach. and And there's also a massage session going on on the rooftop right across from you. Oh, the neighbors, yeah. No, that'll happen.
2: They're awesome. And you're about to see the beautiful golden hour sunset
0: here in, a, in an hour or so. So,
2: yeah. Yeah, it's about to go down. It's about to go down.
0: And last but not least, we have the voice of Pepe Ramirez. Introduce yourself, please.
1: I suppose I'm going by Pepe right now. Um, that's obviously not my real identity. And it has to be concealed. Josh has nudged me a lot to join this conversation. Uh, so is Ingrid and Salim. So I here guess you are here, here here we are.
2: <laughs> we are so happy to have you. It would not be the same without you cuz this story not be the same. is the four of us in our journey and
0: adventure last week.
3: And then Scallop the dog. Oh of, of
0: course we can't forget Scallop. That's right. If you do hear some <coughs> little feats like going around. Song. Exactly. That would be Scallop. Scallop was uh, made a, a mini appearance because Pepe had to carry scallop quite a quite a ways down the hill. We'll talk about that. So did Ingrid. So did Celine. I was the only one that didn't carry Pepe. Um, not Pepe, but uh,
3: no. But he wait. was carrying his bottle that kept dropping. Oh my oh, god! Right. Every right. mile, it was our every, tracker. Every okay. mile, yeah. And
0: okay.
2: He, he wanted to continue carrying it, so I was we like, let put him. put it continue. in my backpack, please. Yeah. No, I want to carry it. Put
0: what in your backpack?
3: The water bottle oh, you were it, carrying. It, got it, got it. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs>
0: All right, so here we go. Um, I want to break down this, this story. Um, I want everyone listening right now to have the same kind of takeaway and experience that we had. I don't think it will ever match up because it, it was amazing, but let's put it this way. It involves psilocybin. It involves aliens. It involves uh, park rangers. It involves citations Tickets. It involves... Arson. Or potential arson. It involves AAA. AAA batteries? Yeah, AAA batteries. Or the service... Wait, no, no. Not the service. The the non-service of AAA. (laughs) Um, And a five and a half mile hike at 1 a.m. Right, which was conveniently tracked by yours truly.
1: Yes. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) Downhill.
1: Um, It involves... Locking yourself out of the car and trying to break in through the window. That's right. That's Video right. evidence of that
2: too. Yeah. And how impressive Jeep's windows are.
0: Yeah. How Shout sp- out
3: to Jeep. Thank yeah. you so much.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Jeep. Okay. So let's get into it. <clears throat> now, each of the people here are going to give their perspective. So bear with us as this is going to take some time. But we want to get you to the point of, you definitely got to get to the point of the alien talk for sure. Okay. Now… To set this whole thing off, um, the group of us have been um, really diving down rabbit holes, if you will, <laughs> when it comes to to things that are in the sky that are unidentified, known as UFOs and extraterrestrial beings and things of this nature. And, and by group, Josh,
2: means the three of them uh, minus me. I have been... Uh, a witness to hearing all about it. You guys have tried to get me. I've been a little busy to not go in the rabbit hole. So I have just been along for the adventure hearing these stories. Please continue, Josh.
0: Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so to set it up, you're right. Because I've been trying to get Salim on it. He's like, man, I ain't trying to hear all that. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. A little busy right now. <laughs> right. So, okay. The way that the weekend started out, many people who know me know when I'm out here in LA, I've I've been trying to cherish my weekend off or my one day on the weekend off, which is Saturday. And so this Saturday was gonna be unlike many other Saturdays in that I wanted to finally, finally get the opportunity to do a, a more than just a microdose, but like a little bit, yeah, a little bit more than a normal microdose of psilocybin because being that it's plant medicine and I'm a big fan of plant medicine. Very intentional about it. I wanted to make sure it was with the right people, the right environment, the right time. Um, the weather needed to cooperate, and last Saturday was the perfect day for it. You know, I woke up feeling amazing. We we had this beautiful message in the group chat from Ingrid that just was kind of inviting us to this experience, and I'm like, uh, yeah, like I'm I'm gonna be there for sure, right? So of course, uh, we we are. Navigating how we're going to get there. Being that I was gonna be on on psilocybin, I was making sure that I would drop my car off. So I wake up and I drive to Celine's place in Venice. Okay. Now on the way, you know, I'm told to like dress warm because it's gonna be cold. By the way, the weekend before that, it had snowed in Malibu. Just to give everybody an idea of like why I'm saying that we needed to to, to focus and be prepared on being warm. Or being cold. Whatever, yeah. Can I interrupt, Josh? Because you, I forgot about how beautiful that
2: message was that morning. Would you mind if I read it? Please do. That Ingrid sent the group? Th- this is what we received, everybody. This is what we received, yeah. At, at, yeah lat- it was actually on Friday. Hello. wanted to invite you to a human gathering with our Zeta R- Reticulia. Reticula. Reticuli. 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 <laughs> I could clearly read. Yes, neighbor. Shows how much I've div- dove down this whole… The weather looks fantastic tomorrow, and the top of the mountain I go to is in Malibu with 360-degree view of the mountains and ocean. Would love to do a guided meditation with the intent to connect with our outer space friends. I will also be bringing my telescope because it turns out Saturn will be in full view that night. If you are down, I would like to get there around 8 p.m. to make sure there are no lingering hikers and stay for about a couple hours. So meet across the street from 76 gas station in Malibu. I will take us to the top of Coral Canyon. It gets pretty chilly. It's about 45 degrees, but we'll feel colder with the breeze. I will have tons of blankets, a portable candle, and stuff to keep you warm. But please bring warm clothes just in case the Rangers may make us turn off the candle. If you have the following, feel free to bring sound bowl, sleeping bag, chair, walkie-talkie, and a UV light. Text if you have any questions, and I can't wait to see you all tomorrow. UFO emoji.
0: Now, this is fide real, right? Like, this is no joke. That's the message we got. Yeah, everybody that's receiving this message is like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I think it should be clear why I need to conceal my identity now. There you go. There you go. I personally don't, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we get the text. We're all like, what? And I respond back with like uh, the Star Trek emoji, like the the spread fingers. I got the rocket ship. I'm a hundred percent in. I definitely inserted the alien face. I mean, I think that's, so this is the kind of environment we're all prepared for. Okay. So we're just setting up, setting up the stage for you now. I arrive at Salim's garage. Now, I have this very long rental car that has proven to be very difficult to get in and out of Salim's garage. Tight space. It's a very tight space, okay? I'm only saying it this way because I was, I was happy to finally get it in. You know, we, we take about three or four tries to make sure it gets all the way in. The garage door closes. I'm in. I'm good. Now I can leave my car there for the rest of the day. The rest of the day and night, I'm thinking, I'm done with my vehicle for the moment. I get upstairs. Salim greets me with love as he does with everyone. And, you know, I'm like, oh, man, it's good to be here. So we're, we're chilling. He's making a smoothie. We go upstairs and we pop out onto his, his rooftop, right, which is amazing, and I, I think we were sat for, what, five minutes? Not even five minutes until you got the call. Like, I, I took a, a few breaths, sit down, and I get a phone call. And I'm like, huh? And uh, it was, let's just say it was work, okay? Work was calling, and it was, obviously, it's my day off. Why is work calling me? But I'll take the call, because you never know. And, uh, you know, it's like, hey, uh, can you come to work in the next hour? And I'm like, ha-ha, uh, nope, I'm in Venice and uh, I'm about to take mushrooms. And so work was like, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> because, you know, you may have to postpone that journey. And uh, we need you. So I said, oh, man, okay. And so I look at Salim. And I know he has this, he has this look on his face like, dude, is everything okay? Did someone die? And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, it's all good, man. I just got to go into work. But I'll be back. It's all good. Because that's my nature, right? Just like it's all good. So I... Proceed to back out of the garage again, feeling defeated because now I have to move my car again. And I make my way to work. Now, during this time, this is when Pepe arrived. He arrived right as I was about to leave. And I'm just kind of like, man, they're about to really have fun without me. But, you know, it is what it is because I'll join up. So now. Totally. And
2: we were, we were going to hold off on the microdosing until you because that was one of the things we were all excited about to go on that journey with you. Um, Pepe came and we ended up calling Ingrid, letting her know about the change of plans and decided the three of us would head up and just catch the sunset up at the place Ingrid had mentioned until you were done. Cause you had said that you didn't think it was going to be long. They, they said maybe an hour or something. Yeah, hour max. And we weren't planning to go up to go check out our friends, the aliens until eight o'clock. <laughs> so we figured we had enough time. Um, so Pepe and I took a trip up to Malibu to meet Ingrid and she took us up to the top of corral canyon it was corral canyon yeah corral canyon and we watched this magnificent sunset and enjoyed the views and we're just like feeling high off of life realized we didn't have service up there so we're like if josh tries to call us we probably should go back down and came back down to the canyon and sure enough you had called and at that point you said you were wrapping up which worked
0: out great well yes but here's the thing right because because mind you i i I got thrust into going to work and I'm like, ah, it's my day off. And, you know, I wanted to do all these things. And so I was trying to wrap up nice and quick. And I did wrap up quickly. When I called, I was literally at the the point of, so I called, I think I called you first and then I called you. And then I was at the point of, that was Ingrid, the U, Ingrid. Um, <clears throat> I um, was at the point of, do I send my buddy, Jason, my colleague, Jason, do I send him in an Uber back to Venice or, and, and I drive to Calabasas or do I have to take him home because, you know, so I couldn't reach anybody. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going to Venice. Mind you again. Yeah. Again. Right and it's way out of the way. It's I mean it's the opposite direction, right? So I was like, yep, mercury is in retrograde and I didn't know this until I talked to someone later and they're like, yeah, this sounds like mercury was in, in retrograde. So, well, retrograde. Before before taking Jason back to Venice because I'm so close to work, I'm like, you know what? I'm about to go hit this uh this new Puffco thing that I got because I want to just relax because i was almost kind of thinking you know what i may get there and not even do the mushrooms just because it's been a hellacious day now at this point so anyway i take i take jason back and i drop him off in venice and i'm having to calculate now i'm trying to get to the rest of the crew trying to get to them at a point yeah um
1: it would have been a lot easier to meet in Malibu like we're originally planning, but Ingrid said she left something at her house back in Woodland Hills. That's why we took the detour uh, and asked you if we could all meet back in Woodland Hills.
3: I had a special something for Josh because... He's been talking about how cold he is. He doesn't have the right jacket. He's been visiting me. Um, he was we, we, we're Germany. in Germany. It was super cold. And he had to borrow somebody's jacket. I was like, okay, I need to get him this awesome jacket. So That sweet. it's heated. And uh, so I know that he won't be uncomfortable once we are up in the mountains. So I was so excited to give it to him. But um, I realized that I did not have it in the car. So I was like, guys, we need to go back to my house. We need to get this jacket because… He's going to be cold.
2: And that could not have worked out any more perfect because we were all hungry anyway. And Josh was kind of on his way back to that area. So we we're like, okay, we will meet at Ingrid's. We will get the jacket, which served its purpose so well for Josh that night. Everybody wished we had a jacket like that that oh, night.
3: I, want, I wanted to stick my hands in his jacket. When, oh my God, we all did. Like, we all give did. give me that yeah, jacket. You guys will find out why.
2: <laughs> and then we ended up doing the normal Airwan dinner.
0: Uh, but- before we get there, because oh, yeah, cause, yeah, yeah. Cause we're missing this some is, steps. Oh yeah, this is because this is wonderful. And and by the way, this this jacket that she's talking about, it's not just a a jacket that heats up. It's literally like a dream biohacker's jacket. Like right? like this was a dream. So it was amazing. It was beautiful. And it was like the one thing. Not the. I mean, one of many things, but it was one thing that definitely kind of made my whole night that much better. Because it's just like. Oh, yes, this is so amazing. And it so, was freezing. And it was cold. Now, okay, so to kind of back up to where, so I just dropped off Jason and now I'm trying to calculate how long it's going to take me to get to Woodland Hills, Calabasas, to meet up with the crew. Um, I'm I'm thinking, okay, let me just get there as quickly as possible. In order to do that, one might need enough gas in their tank, okay? As in fuel in the car. I was on E and I had to travel from Venice to Calabasas and I did it. Now, I, the light came on and I think I had traveled like 10 or 15 miles. The fuel light came on and I'm just like, wow, this would be just even more perfect just for, for it to like run out of gas before I even get there. But I arrived. And when I arrived, I'm thinking, okay, um, I, I want to chill. I want to ease into this day. I parked my car. I noticed that the crew was in Ingrid's driveway in the Jeep. Now, I'm in my rental car. I got all my stuff. I took three deep breaths because I wanted to just like calm myself and just kind of make sure that the rest of this night, this day just goes beautifully well. And while I'm doing my very quiet, calm, deep, meditative breaths before leaving the car, all I hear is this.
2: Okay, so that- We were having a party. Yeah. We were were stuck in traffic on the (laughs) way back to Ingrid's and we actually were observing some things in the sky on the way and just singing at the top of our lungs to classic 90s.
3: It was bumper to bumper. And so I I have a Jeep, so I I pulled the the top down and you could full view of the sky. Beautiful, beautiful uh, view. And so we were just observing the sky singing and it was amazing.
0: Energy, full blast. So th- that, and that is why I love these guys because, you know, they're, they're definitely, they were like feeling into their energy and just having this most amazing time. And I was on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, right? Because I was like, I mean, I'm I'm always happy. I feel like I'm always happy, but it was just a different type of happy, right? It was just like relief. I think. You had a day. Yeah. And it, for me, it was just relief and it was nice to be able to see my friends. And so I just- very slowly walk up to the to the jeep and just kind of knock on the window and they're like oh hey and i'm like hi you know and then that's when we go in we, we got uh, you in our vortex and we pumped up the energy big time so it was it was time so then we all decided to, to get some food. Like you mentioned, we went to Erwan. Shout out to Erwan. Erwan, your local grocer. Like, uh, I don't know if this is a, is that a sponsor? Is that, is that their tagline? Do they have a tagline, Erwan. I don't think they need a tagline. Yeah, nowhere backwards, but it's not spelled properly when you spell it nowhere backwards. Anyway, <laughs> okay. So um, we go to Erwan, we get food. And while we, while we were getting food, we realized, hey, the, the psilocybin we wanted to take is not with us so we couldn't do it then either which meant we had to finish eating and then go to Pepe's car which was parked at the bottom of the mountain can we call it a mountain is it a mountain it is. the canyon the mountain well i think of canyons being going down but you know and you, you, yeah. you know what i mean in malibu yeah that's right thank you pepe <laughs> in malibu no if I hope you're starting to kind of get the the flow of how our group works. Our right? dynamic. Our dynamic is amazing. I love it. So we get to the car, and so Ingrid has us piled up in her amazing Jeep, her very durable Jeep. And uh we we open up the car, they get all the the stuff. So we get the blankets, we get everything. Cooler full of sound. The cooler full of sound. We get we get it all. And um Salim, he he gifts us with this amazing chocolate, okay? And, uh, you know, listen, I don't know what I'm doing with this stuff, but I trust these guys because they've done it. Like, I think everybody here has done more of a journey than I have in 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 this uh, field of plant medicine. So I'm just kind of just taking their lead. But I know with some of these new things, like, I, it hits me quite quickly. Now, uh, cannabis, I'm good there. Like, you know, like, bring it, I got you. So... We all consume, but we do it with intention. So we we set a little… Um, intention. We set intention yep. together, which I think is amazing. Uh, it may or may not involve uh, extraterrestrial beings. Um, but the idea was to just open our hearts and to be receptive, to to be willing to like let whatever happened, happen. And, and it happened. And it all happened, y'all. It happened. So now we're at the part… Anybody else need to fill in anything? Because… I'm, I'm moving this story. Oh, yeah. No, you're moving it perfectly. I think we're… we're-
3: so, I want to make it clear. The reason why I made Pepe um, park at the bottom of the hill is because going up, it's about five and a half miles, very swervy road. Mm-hmm. And I thought I could just pack everyone in the car and just have one car parked up there so we don't have to worry about multiple cars. Very smart. And uh, once you get to the hiking area, it's on the top of the mountain. It's called Backbone uh, Hike Trail.
0: Broke back Mountain.
3: <laughs> but you have to go through this stretch of uh, uh, unpaved road, which is not that
2: long a stretch. We came to find that, like it, it, what maybe like five hundred feet. If that, yeah,
3: yeah, but it had rained the, the night before. It was full of uh, potholes, and uh, and so I just figured my Jeep could go through any of you know, that. Very
2: considerate. Yeah, yeah, The whole thing was so thoughtful. The entire everything you brought, it was it was a magical setup.
0: Yeah, it, it really was. And 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 a telescope. Oh yeah, <clears throat> a dope ass telescope. No, a girthy, yeah, ass, girthy a girthy, girthy yeah. ass telescope yeah, that you could
2: literally <laughs> see every crater of the moon. It was unbelievable. It was the first time I've ever looked through a telescope like that. And I was like, it was
0: heavenly.
3: And it was heavy.
0: Yes. And I carried it the whole way (laughs) Mm -hmm. back. Okay. But let's, so this is giving you guys the idea of what was in Pepe's car, right? And what ultimately ended up being in in Ingrid's Jeep. We had all these things plus ourselves, so we we drive up. And as we're driving up, mind you, we all just consumed. So we knew, oh, you know, it's probably going to kick in.
2: Half hour, 10 hour. We had
0: plenty of time. Yeah, we had plenty of time. So we weren't driving under the influence. It was amazing. Um, so we get, we park.
3: What time did we get there? It was 930?
0: Was it 9? It wasn't that late, was it? No.
3: Was it earlier? 830 39. It must have been around 9, I think. Okay, so it's it's important to keep the timeline because yeah, yeah, exactly. this is when it starts.
0: Yeah, timeline is important here. Because it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be uh eight. Eight o'clock was the 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 time that we initially set. But um I think
2: we got to Air one right around a little before eight. And so I yeah. think around nine, and on the way up in Ingrid's car, we started uh for my first time listening to
0: some interesting music that Set the tone Oh yeah so, so not only did we set the intention For the psilocybin But we also set intention For the reason why we wanted To go to the top of the mountain Which was to talk to our friends And this is what we listened to Now You can imagine Ingrid Oh Oh. Yeah, blasting that in her Jeep on the way up this mountain. Blasting. Blasting it. In fact, when it was so loud that at one point Pepe was like, Ah <laughs> I remember when it first happened, because I was in the back seat with him. And he was like, Ah.
1: Um Do we give context to where this soundtrack is from? Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I mean
3: Because you are the one that started us all on UFOs. <laughs> and um uh, you know, Stephen Greer, who who is the guy that made this app. So go ahead, please.
1: Yes, I uh, got them to first watch a Bob Lazar documentary on Netflix.
2: And by them, he means Josh and Ingrid. Because again, I have not partake <laughs> in any of this rabbit hole.
1: And then after I saw that they were into the topic, um, I, I got them to watch Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, uh, which... Uh, was done by Stephen Greer, who has been a ufologist for many years. And uh, I guess Ingrid could describe this more.
3: So Stephen Greer has hacked his way to communicating with aliens. And so he often has his expeditions when he brings people together. And he talks about it so beautifully because a long time ago, I got into animal communication. And um, the way you got to talk... (laughs) <laughs> They're laughing in the I'm background. Not but, uh, I'm not
0: laughing. I'm not laughing. They're laughing. I'm not laughing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty amazing. There's this this woman, uh, you guys should look it up, Name. Uh, uh, her name is Anna Breitenbach. And she's a, a very successful animal communicator. There's a documentary on, on YouTube where she, she basically um, talks about how easy… And we could all do it. It's nothing special. You just have to go into meditation and… Um, and really connect into a higher frequency. That's where the magic happens. And so when I heard Stephen Greer talk about how you can connect with other beings, is the same way you connect uh, with animals. You go into deep meditation, set an intention, ask permission to connect, and uh, this is when uh, you, how you can communicate with, with beings like that. And so he also has in his app, this uh, uh, This is only one, one sound out of five, but you play this sound. You're supposed to play it through a walkie-talkie. And, uh, but I you know, blasted it with my speakers because I wanted to let them know that we're here. Like, hey, just so you know, <laughs> in case you didn't know, <laughs> we're coming up the mountain. And so uh, we play that. And then you're supposed to go in meditation, hold hands, and really set an intention and invite them. And, um, you know, every time uh, Stephen Greer does these expeditions, there is lights in the sky that happen for people. And so I, deep in my heart, I was like, we're going to do this. This is going to happen. We're going to see some lights and they're going to show up and we're going to connect. It's a, it's a connection through 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 the universe.
0: And we saw some lights. Oh, we saw some lights. A single flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. This is amazing, right? So… Again, for the person listening right now, I wish we could like say like, this episode is brought to you by, you know, alien juice, (laughs) you know, whatever. Um, But we're not doing that. So uh, when we get to the, so we, we play the music, we get to the part where we need to park. We arrive. It's beautiful, right? Like the the canyon. You see every bit of Malibu and the whole area. Two huge natural rocks that Ingrid had picked for us
2: to go right between, which was like probably a good like five minute hike from where we parked. So we all had to lug everything up there, and Ingrid had ev- like I mean blankets galore, candle the girthy telescope, <laughs> anything you could imagine she had brought. Like, just so
3: considerate. A uh, EMF reader as well. Of course. Just in case there's weird electromagnetic frequencies in the sky.
1: But it's good that Celine pointed out the five-minute trek because we were carrying the telescope, uh, the heavy girthy telescope for five minutes. And uh, by we, I mean mostly Josh.
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think it's so funny because when we, we all arrived to the parking spot, four people in one Jeep. Next thing you know, Pepe and I were, we're getting some things out the back and I'm like, what is that thing in the back? Like, like, what is it? Oh, it's a huge telescope. Oh, that's telescopes aren't heavy. That thing was heavy. Right. And so Pepe and I like, okay, well, where do we go? Mind you, it's pitch black. It's dark out there. And, um, Ingrid and Salim are like, Hey guys, come on up here. We're like, where <laughs> and you know Pepe and I are like uh they're going to have to come back because we don't even know where to go like there it's like a kind of a trail but not really a trail
3: it's it's a it's it's so beautiful up there it's a, it's basically rock formations so they had to walk through some boulders to get up in and um to these beautiful formations
0: so this part is important because I refused to go I had never been there before right so like Pepe and I were like look I'm not going to fall into a crater or something with with this huge-ass girthy telescope. So I was like, hey, somebody's got to come back, come back. And so Ingrid, come back. And also I'm thinking to myself, there's another vehicle here and there's music going on on the inside. They're having a party. Like, I don't know what's going on inside that car, but uh, I got a lot of expensive, important things on my person that I was going to possibly leave in the vehicle But then I was like, nah, I'm not going to leave it in there. And by the way, Ingrid should be locking her car. Like she does not lock her vehicle, right?
3: These New Yorkers don't
0: understand
3: (laughs) that Malibuans, people that live in Malibu, never, ever lock their cars or their houses. That's a thing.
2: You're going to find out why they never locked their car
0: (laughs) in a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So I'm like, Ingrid, uh, come back because we don't know where to go. And by the way, you, you left your car unlocked. And she's like, ah, it's fine. I'm like, no, no, no. You should go ahead and lock the car, right? So we finally all proceed together to go up this n- non-trail.
1: Uh, just to uh, take a step back, I was, we were talk- uh, I was talking to Josh earlier about the car next to us. I had no idea what was going on in there. I was freaking out for a while, actually. There was just someone in there listening to music really loud by themselves. Um, and I was actually worried that something bad was going to happen. But Josh was like, yeah, he's probably just on drugs or something. It's okay.
0: He's probably just on psilocybin looking for aliens. <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of us, yeah. Ingrid <laughs> went back to get you guys. I actually stayed up. That's right. That's right. So, so we all make our way up. Um, uh, Pepe and I are awkwardly carrying the telescope. And I felt like I had, like, the bulk of the weight and it was awkward. I almost fell down a couple times. So I finally was just like, bro, let me, let me, let me carry this thing. I got you move. (laughs) So we, we, we get up there and we get to the top. Mind you, we are on mushrooms. Okay. Now I'm at this point where I'm chilled. Like I feel really cool. Nothing weird was happening. I felt like Anything that happens will happen and it's going to be amazing. And it was a microdose. It was a microdose. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. That's the whole point, right? It was to be intentional. But I was feeling like, wow, this is very, very great. It feels amazing. And I remember Ingrid being like, where's Salim? Where's Salim? Salim, where'd he go? And I'm like, he's fine. I'm sure he's like doing who knows what behind one of the rocks or something.
3: Well, the thing is that this area is, it's so dark. But I know that area because I hiked there and it's very cliffy. Like he might have walked away with no flashlight and fallen off the cliff. And I was screaming, Salim, nothing, nothing.
2: So full transparency, I don't think I've told you guys this, but I'm the oddball out in the whole alien thing. And I wanted to just hide for a little bit. So you guys thought that they abducted me. (laughs) Oh, that's
1: hilarious. I had no idea till this moment. That's,
3: yeah, that's, I, I freaked out. I was like, okay, we're going to cut off this expedition with aliens and go search Celine."
0: <laughs> yeah. So again, I think this is the reason why this is is fun for us, at least, is that we're all, we all have our independent story, right? We all have our independent perspective. And so that's what makes this amazing. So we finally set up camp, right? We legitimately set up camp because thanks to Ingrid, we had everything you could think of except maybe a proper functioning lighter for the big-ass candle that she had. And it is it is a candle, everyone. It's a big-ass candle. Um, but <laughs> that candle ultimately got us uh, noticed, if you will, right? I think some people pointed out some things. Now, mind you, we set up camp. Uh, we set up the telescope. I think we look at the crater. Because we, we hadn't done the meditation yet, have we?
3: No, no. no. we set up in a very special place because you have full view of the ocean and then you have full view behind us was full view of the city so you got this beautiful city lights and then on the other side you have this beautiful ocean view and then the the, the, the view moon. of the mountains and then the rock formations it just felt like you were in another planet
2: and the moon was so bright and lit up the entire place and we were literally on rocks we were set up in a place it
0: was just we were on a rock. Like. Yeah, like rocks and sand. So yeah. there's no grass, nothing like that would, would catch fire. Um, but, you know, it is what it is, right? Like we, we are very sensitive to the idea that, um, especially in Malibu at this time, when, when uh, the unfortunate event happened, when people lost their homes and disrupted their lives due to fires, we were very cognizant of that, which is why we only had a candle. And why we didn't post up near any bushes or anything of the nature, but um as we see remember that random hiker dude with the like the headlamp, okay, obviously we're looking in the sky for anything that's moving with lights, and so Pepe is like what is that over there? Like, and I think we're all kind of messing with with each other, trying to be like, is that maybe an alien? Is that an alien? And we see this kind of floating, weird, jagged looking light thing that's kind of moving around, only to find out like 20 minutes later that on the other side of the mountain was this random guy hiking. Yeah. What was he doing? He was hiking. Yeah, he was hiking with, with, with hiking poles. Correct. Yeah. By
1: himself at night, for who knows how long.
3: I never saw him come back. Because we were there for a very long time. And the, the I think he went here. all the way down. It's because either... they
2: said that the hike, like the trail continues down all the way to Or
3: the... was he a reptilian? I don't know. Was he human? Reptilian? I don't know.
0: All I know is that I, me being very open and very loving and wanting to communicate with anyone, but especially extraterrestrials, I'm like, hey man, how's it going? Crickets crickets like the dude literally said nothing now i did notice that he had headphones in and i can imagine if you're out there hiking randomly with a headlamp in the middle of malibu in the middle of nowhere you probably need to have like something going like this podcast you know (laughs) who knows um so we all kind of have a laugh because like that was weird and
2: um and then i think we get into our first meditation the second part of whatever this guy's name is stephen greer
3: we get into our meditation so we looked at the moon We get comfortable, we lay down, and the candle is going, it's warming everybody up, we hold hands, and we start this meditation. So, in the app, Stephen Greer's app, shout out, um, you are supposed to um, uh, play the the sounds that we just played, and then you're supposed to go on this 20-minute meditation guided by Stephen Greer, where… Basically throughout the, the meditation you have to explain to the aliens where you are. So you have to envision the the uh, the continent, the the country, and then go all the way down to where you are.
0: It's about to get weird, everybody. Mind you, we're all laying
2: down in blankets, holding hands as we do this. Meditation and
1: preparation.
0: Okay. <clears throat> this is so funny. Okay, mind you, I think when you're listening to this you have to continue to remember we are in altered states, right? And at least for me, I I had consumed some cannabis and I had a, a microdose, right? So I'm feeling very like um connected to every sound, every sight, everything. And because I'm an audio guy, you know, I've been practicing with uh, shout out to my boy, Roy Matz, who's been helping me to like improve the sound of this, of this, of this podcast, this episode. Um, But I've been really alerted to like different sounds and I could not help but think that like, wait a minute, Stephen Greer, you're doing all these amazing things and you have this cheap ass audio, like with like feedback going on in the background. What the hell? (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah. But we went through the whole 20-minute meditation. It was actually great. And I think all of us were just such an, an open, a heart opening place from the micro dose and stuff. And like just totally
0: zenned out. So let's play a little bit more just so you understand our headspace. And take So that that's the overall gist of what we were kind of going through. And- For 20 minutes. For, for 20 minutes, two times. <laughs> we did it. We ended up doing it twice, but- We did, did it just- twice because Pepe like
2: felt a calling that if we did it a second time, they would actually come. Pepe was like, I feel like they were close. I think one more time would do the trick. Exactly. And the second time was hilarious because you were really feeling it, Josh. And when he said, sit down,
1: you said, you sit down. You sit down. <laughs> <laughs> And for the first few minutes of that meditation, I was about to laugh out loud just thinking about Josh saying, no, you sit down.
2: (laughs) And and I'm pretty sure, Ingrid, correct me if I'm wrong, Josh ended up passing out during one of them, even though he says he doesn't. But Josh, I mean, he's done this before with me, me in a sound healing as well.
3: Let me tell you something about Josh.
2: Yeah.
3: He will pass out. And then when you catch them, if like if you're watching him. a documentary or a movie, I'd be like, "Oh, you 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 were snoring a little bit," and he'd be like, "No, I wasn't.
0: I was just deep breathing. You I was just deep that. breathing. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah." Well, you I love it. passed out. <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: Well, I was feeling good, man. Um, I, I I was I was on another planet. I was with our friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where are we? Where are we? we we're probably like 10, 15 minutes into. Did we finish the whole? Actually,
2: I think we did. We finished. The second full 20 minutes and we were all in such a good place that we didn't even move. We just stayed lying there holding hands, calling the aliens and maybe what? Actually, I have no sense of time at that point.
3: Let me tell you something. This is why I think Mars got pissed off at us because we were eyeing at the moon and we were supposed to look at Mars, but we did not. We were like, oh, we'll do it later. Ah, (laughs) So Mars was probably like, you guys, I'm going to show you. You guys don't look at me. I'm going to show you.
2: So so I, I I want to say maybe 10, 15 minutes after the second 20-minute
0: one, we saw a light. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because this was—wait. No, 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 no. Let's We did see the first light was, okay, we're all talking. We finished the second meditation, and I'm chilling there, and we're all just kind of talking about random things. And, of course, I'm still looking for—I mean— all, all four of us, our eyes were constantly in the sky. Obviously, because that's where they're going to come from, right? And so, when we didn't see anything, we all kind of start talking, and everybody's looking at each other. But I'm, my eyes are still constantly drawn to the sky. Next thing you know, I see a shooting star, and as I see the shooting star forming, it, it was interesting because it was almost like the matrix for me. It was like time was slow, slowed down a little bit, and I'm like, hey. Hey guys, hey, hey. And it was like, and I look over and I'm like, did you guys see that? And they're all they're all looking at each other. And I'm like, yeah, 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 you guys didn't see that? And so they didn't see it. So then we're all drawn to the sky now. So our, our attention is back to the sky. And then we saw the light. The oh, light.
3: wait, wait a minute. Because then I said, well, let's play it again. Let's play this again. That's right. So oh. we we're playing that noise. Yes. And then the light came.
0: Yeah, because that's a good point. Because we were like, well, if there's a shooting star, maybe that was like a sign. So let's play this sound again so that maybe they come back or, you know, whatever. Maybe they didn't
3: see us. (laughs) Maybe they didn't see us. But they couldn't hear us. Right. So I saw this flashlight coming at us and I screamed. I was like, oh, they're here. In my head, I was like, oh, they're here.
2: And by them, she means the state park
0: ranger. Yes. Yeah, so there was a park ranger that comes up. Who I I would assume that she knows jujitsu. Okay. Because like she didn't have a a gun or anything on her. But she walked up onto she didn't know what she was walking up onto Can you imagine her perspective? Because she's hearing that, you
2: know, crazy noise. She sees four she doesn't know what lying down, holding hands. (laughs) Like, what do you think? What goes through her mind? With a large
0: candle. With a large with a candle and a telescope. And a big telescope. Yeah. So this is when it gets really interesting, right? Because mind you, I'm not taking my eyes off the sky. I don't care what's coming, right? Like I'm, I'm keeping my eyes glued to the sky. And, you know, we all realize that it's, oh, it's the park ranger. So we all kind of sit up because we, we were lying down doing the meditation as you do. And uh, we're all snuggled up and we're nice and warm-ish. And I was doing really well because I had this amazing jacket that Ingrid uh, gave to me, which was awesome. I had that thing on full blast. And we all sit up and now it's like, oh, wait a minute. We got real life shit going on right now. So Park Ranger is like, what's going on? Uh, the only aliens. thing I could think of <laughs> at that moment is we're looking for aliens. <laughs> Hi. And she's just like, oh, that's what that music is, right? So,
2: okay, we have this kind of… She was a sweetheart. And she was like, can you guys put out that candle, please? Yeah. Which Ingrid proceeded to do very quickly. Yeah. She's
0: just… Ingrid's like, yeah, I can put it out. Like, it's all good, right? And, you know, because she mentioned earlier that like, yeah, if the park ranger comes, we'll just put out the candle, show them that we can put out the candle, and we continue doing what we do.
3: All you have to do is put the lid on it, and it goes out. Yeah. It's a lid.
0: It starves it of of oxygen, right? Yeah. So… She shows her that that works and everything should be fine, right? And so the park ranger is like, are those your two cars down there? And we're like, well, one of them is our car. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, both of the cars have been citated because um, you're not supposed to be parking there after 9 o'clock. It was well after 9 o'clock. What time was it at this this point? Probably like 1130. So it's around 1130. We've been there for a while. Mind you, park ranger is asking us these like very like… Weird questions in a way that we're not really sure how we're supposed to answer it. So we're just kind of like, she's like, so how long have you guys been here? We're like, um, never. (laughs) Half (laughs) an
1: hour. (laughs) We 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 just got here. 20 minutes. That dog
0: has a leash, correct? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Little furry scallop. He's a a little Maltese. (laughs) And Ingrid like did
2: it and we're like, yes, yes, she has a leash. And then we just ended up, we ended up
0: carrying him. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's so funny because, okay, by now we, we've, we have a car that's parked, I guess, illegally, right? We have a, a large candle that is potentially um, could cause a fire, okay? We've got a dog with no leash. And then she asked, you guys weren't planning on camping out here, were you? Right? You remember that? Like I think that's hilarious to me because it's just like she's asking us these questions that we're kind of supposed to agree with her in the way she's asking. Loaded questions, I guess you could say. Um, so we're, we're being cool with her, kind of making some jokes here and there. She's like, all right. And again, she was cool. She she uh, very, very uh, obviously pointed out that she could give us all citations for being up there. But she was only going to give one. So she gave one to… She
3: chose the girl… Oh, <laughs> shots! I think because the
2: girl was the only one with a California ID, right?
3: Pepe had one too. Oh, Pepe! She could have picked Pepe. Yeah, yeah.
0: So she chooses Ingrid to to give the citation to, and we're like, oh man, like because who? knows? Well, we said we'd all help out and stuff, yeah. and she said, yeah, of course, yeah.
3: So- yeah, she did say like, and by the way, I do show up to court if you're trying to fight it. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, now I'll see you in court. That'd be fun to re- reunite.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mind you, I'm just I'm I'm still in it, right? I'm looking at the sky, talking, giving my ID when asked to give my ID, but I'm still looking at the sky because I want to find things, right? And so finally, Pepe's like, or or Ingrid somebody was like, um, well, can we pack up and and leave? She was like, uh, the park ranger. She was like, uh, yeah, we just need to wait for my partner to come. And we're like, uh oh. <laughs> uh, what is this about? You know? And we couldn't help but think, like, wait, wait a minute. Was it the group of people that walked by that maybe told on us that, you know, oh, maybe there's a problem with the large candle that they have? Or was it the the random guy with the headlamp? You know, we we weren't sure. But at this point, it's water under the bridge because we have our citations. So we finally, we pack up camp. The the partner comes, a little bit awkward, a little bit weird. And, you know, he's kind of like, what's going on? We tell him what's going on. And uh,
1: the first park ranger actually told us that the spot she found us in is a notorious spot for people like having committed many suicides, parties, strange gatherings, and other kind of creepy paranormal like uh, like activities. So I had no idea. I don't know if anyone else in the group knew that.
0: Well, yeah, I remember her saying that, which also made me think she's a total badass for coming up with just a flashlight by herself without her partner. Onto some shit that might be… Yeah, she was probably relieved that we were just doing that. And I think
2: (laughs) they were trying to find the other people too. So that's why the other ranger came. After they wrote us a citation, they went to go find the other people. And we made our way down with the big girthy telescope that Josh had to carry back. And then all the things.
0: And we get to the car… And now this time, because I didn't want to make the same mistake of trying to carry the telescope down with Pepe. I'm like, now I got the telescope. Okay. I'm going to grab the telescope, the girthy telescope by myself, go down the hill and we all get down to the bottom of the hill. And I make this very casual joke of like, because it was heavy. Um, So I'm like, Hey, the three of them are kind of walking around the car. And I'm like, well, we could open up the car at any point so I can put this up. And, Nobody seemed to be listening to me. So I go, or I can set it down on the ground. So I set it down on the ground. And then I'm like, uh, hello, open the car. Well, you made Ingrid lock the car.
3: (laughs) And… Well, I manually locked it because I thought I had… It's it's, it's not… It doesn't have a key. It's like an RF
0: sensor. A key fob. fob.
3: There you go. So… Um. Yeah, I realized that I had locked it manually, and I left the keys in the car. And the car was not picking up the sensor when I tried to open it. So it
2: wasn't picking up the key fob sensor, which was inside the. We could actually see the key fob inside the car, mm-hmm. but it, it was not reading it.
0: Yeah, the, the fact that it wasn't reading it is what allowed the car to be locked. Because normally, if if it if it picks up the sensor, you could unlock it. Well, by yeah, trying to open, yeah. yeah. Or or it'll it'll honk at you and won't allow you to lock it right like you know if it's if it's still inside so malfunction of the key fob yep thanks uh, Jeep
2: thanks Jeep yeah (laughs) but that's not a big deal because we still had we knew the Rangers were coming down and luckily for us Ingrid had AAA yeah exactly and none of us had service except Josh
0: somehow Josh that was thank God you had service oh it was it was so interesting mind you Mercury is in retrograde right so we're kind of like uh huh.
1: Yeah, and we told the park rangers that AAA was on its way to pick us up. So they bid us farewell.
2: Yeah, so, so correct, Pepe. What happened actually, we got down. The rangers were not back yet. So luckily, Josh had service. He called AAA. Ingrid spoke to AAA, explaining the situation, explaining what happening. They had said that their system was down in our area. However, a tow truck with a, what do you call it, a Jimmy thing or? Uh, um- a Slim gym. Slim because slim slim all we needed was to get the key fob to like move it, to activate it, um, was on its way and you could expect it in like 60 minutes, in an hour, and they would be calling. So we're like, okay, we're good. And that's not a problem. We could wait an hour.
3: And this is our time when the temperatures are going down. So we're going from 45 and to 35.
2: Totally. It's probably like 12, 15, 12, 30 at this time and… and we were all obviously very much in our, uh, we were laying down meditating the entire time. You really feel the microdose when you get up and you start moving around. And it was really all starting, I think, to affect us. And little, we, we were not thinking when the park rangers came down and saw, they must've been like, what are these guys doing still standing at the car? Because <laughs> they've been up there for now like 20 minutes. And we're like, yeah, he's are locked in the car. It's okay, AAA's coming. None of us thought for a second that Pepe's car was literally right down the hill and- Worst case, a park ranger could have easily driven one of us to Pepe's car. So we at least had a working car. Didn't think that because we had so much faith in AAA, right? That's what their business is. AAA's oh, A's business is that is when you need them. Like we could have been filming a commercial for them. In fact, this whole thing should be a commercial for them. This could
0: have been a great commercial for AAA, right? Because… Well, their service is amazing. Yeah, the service is amazing. Everybody's and, like, yeah.
3: We're, we're by good. the way, I am a plus member. I am holding the gold card.
0: Yeah, so, you know, when we all hear AAA, it was literally like a sigh of relief from everyone. Like, oh, yeah. And that's when we all looked at our phones. And, and you know, I think I got to my phone last. But, like, you don't, you know, Salim, no service. Ingrid, no service. Pepe, no service. I get to my phone. I'm like, uh, service. Oh, my goodness. So we're like, yeah, we're good. It's we're cool. all good. Park Rangers come down. We're like, yeah, all good. Wait, wait a minute. Do you happen to have a Slim Jim? They're like, nope, we don't. Uh, but but there were like AAA's coming. You should be okay. Like and they
2: and they didn't even like ask twice. They were ready. And I mean, understandably so. It's like twelve thirty. They want to just go home.
3: And and then they did help us. They were uh, AAA was asking where what is the address? Where are you? We we're That's like, right. oh, there's no address. We are on top of Coral Canyon Mountain. And then the Rangers were like, okay, it's actually Backbone uh, uh, Trail, mm-hmm. and you're here.
0: Correct. Correct. So- yeah, I, I love how. <laughs> being from new york right i, I love how the um because who knows where the AAA um or the tow service guy but like especially the AAA, like they're like well where are you exactly like can we have the cross streets and we all start laughing because it's like there is no cross street here you know it's like there's no street coral canyon road at coral canyon road yeah <laughs>
2: yeah keep going keep going yeah so so the park rangers leave and we're sitting there and as Ingrid mentioned, it's starting to get colder and colder. And it's been maybe now 30 minutes and no call. So we're like, okay, Josh, call again. Let's get an update, right? So we call again, get someone else from AAA, tell them the situation, same answer. The Whoa,
0: whoa. They're like, no no recollection of anything. Oh, like, yeah, it was almost like no, no notation of a call. Totally. And they're like, the service is down in that area. We
2: apologize. Right now it's an hour 20 before the tow truck comes. We're like, are you kidding?
0: Like- and Ingrid, I love this. She's like, um, "Could you like expedite it because it's getting really cold?" <laughs> I love it. I love that part because I'm like, "Yeah, actually, it is really cold. And my feet were starting to go numb at this point, you know." And um, the lovely jacket that Ingrid gave me just had no effect on my feet. My he didn't cold come toe. with socks. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I apologize. And
2: no one else had the jacket. Josh had, so the rest of us were all yeah. We, we did. Well, this is when up. this is when Pepe's name was made because Pepe at this point now is like.
0: Wrapped in all these like blankets and stuff, and literally looks like Pepe.
3: All these Mexican blankets, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> these
0: Mexican blankets. And you know, me being in my light, you know, mood that, that I am, I'm like, bro, you look super Mexican, right? Like, you look like like a Pepe right now, you know? Or, or I think you were the one that gave the name, which uh, Ingrid did, which is which is just so funny, and so it stuck. So that's what it is. You are Pepe, my friend. Pepe, Pepe, Pepe. <clears throat> okay, so now people are starting to get a little nervous, right? a little cold.
1: So after trying AAA a couple times, I mean, we were informed that they're on their way, but no clear estimate. Um, we tried calling tow companies in the area.
2: So first we called AAA a third time. Okay. That's right. One, one final third time and like gave it to them. Like literally like, it's like, okay, this is now ridiculous. Cause we've been here at this point. It was 45 minutes, no call back from them. No, nothing. Same thing, service. And we're like, this is your single responsibility. Ingrid pays you all year for this. And you are telling me, they're like, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do. So we're going to stay on the line until someone comes like, sir, I'm not even in your area. Like staying on the line isn't going to do you any good.
1: But actually, he did say, I can stay on the line with you, but it's not going to help. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Pepe.
2: So at that point, we're like, okay, we're going to take matters into our own hand. And we're going to call the Malibu Tow Truck Company.
3: We called the Malibu tow truck. And at this moment, I wasn't feeling the, the the effects of the psilocybin at all until this guy picks up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy sounded drunk, like really drunk. And I told Pepe, I was like, wait a minute, is he high or am I high? <laughs> or are we both high at this moment? What? What is happening? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So we we make the third call, and at this point, we're like, "Look, I, I, this is the moment in which I could feel like there needed to be like a mediator amongst the calling situation, right? Because you know we're all crowded around my phone, and we're literally yelling at the <laughs> at the people <laughs> on the other end, and I've just because my heart was so open i could only imagine what it's like to receive this call from these people and it pro- to me it was starting to feel like it was maybe a prank call which i'm sure they've received many times right and so i was just kind of like look let's just get to a point where like one person talks right and then <laughs> it would be one of these situations where we needed the the code for the for ingrid's aaa and she had it in her in her pocket again somehow and it'd, it'd be like uh let's just have the phone you know keep the card out um yeah, it was just like little, little things, right? Totally. So
2: we, we were on the phone with Malibu tow trucking and they're like, okay, we could have someone there in half an hour. It's going to cost $200. We're like, okay, fine, no problem. He's like, okay, let me just call the dispatch to make sure. So he calls them and he's like, where are you guys? And we're explaining on the top of Coral Canyon. He's like, oh, I'm looking at that on a map. That's really windy. I don't think my guy's in a tow truck. I don't think he'll be able to make it up there. We're like, can he come in another car? No, the tools that are needed are in the tow truck. So let me, let me see how much this is going to cost. We're like. Now you're trying to raise the price? He was like, at, we've been on the phone with him now, I'd say, for 10 minutes. And so we were trying to make it clear. He is on his way, right? He's like, no, the 30 minutes starts from when he accepts the offer, which just makes no sense because why is there a time frame for when- the tow truck's supposed to come and help you. It should just be however long it takes for him to get there. Yeah. And at that point, we were like, okay, this is just a scam. And Josh goes, we're hanging up. We don't want it. We don't want it. We don't want you.
0: Cancel, 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 cancel. 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 We're canceling now. Like, Because I know they're recording the, the conversation. Yeah. So
3: at this point, I'm going through my Rolodex. And my, I guess my, my contacts on my phone. And I, I'm t- telling myself like all the people that I would call are here with me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, I mean, my, my ex-husband lives in Malibu. So I was like, hey, why don't we just call Neil? And everyone looked at me like, uh, why don't we try that in the beginning, Right, Ingrid? Well, I was like, I mean, I know he's sleeping and I know he turns off his phone, but let's just give it a try. Call Neil, get voicemail. Uh,
0: we call from Josh's phone, which he didn't recognize. Which is very important—a very important point because that's probably like even if he was asleep and he was awakened by a ringing phone, he looks and sees you know uh, like numbers flash across the screen, you know nine one seven number. He's probably like, ah, whatever. We didn't think to text, we didn't think to 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 leave a voicemail. And
3: he did saw he did see the call, but he's like, I don't recognize. Just like Josh said, I don't recognize this number. I'm going to sleep. Texting Goodbye. would have been
2: the very smart thing to do, Easy. but we did the next smart thing. We called the Malibu police.
0: Yeah, right. Yep. We well, the, the sheriff's department or the police. Yeah, yeah whatever. The police. And um, and they were. They said that
2: all units were out, so they couldn't help. But what they could do was connect us with a tow company,
0: patch us over to a tow company, and we're like, amazing. Well, actually, they were like, yeah, we can. Um, and she was very helpful, right? She was, she was very yeah, quick. Yeah. She was like, oh, I understand. You guys are in a, in a pickle here. <laughs> um, Let me patch you over to the people that we use all the time. We're like, yay. Okay, cool. And without even saying yes, she just like starts to patching over and we're like, oh, we get the voice of another, another voice. So it wasn't the voice that we called. So we're like, this is good. This is a good sign. What happened was that actually was the receptionist. Oh. For, the, for the same tow company that
2: we called. <laughs> so it got us nowhere. So at this point, I think we we hang up with the, with the police and Ingrid is just like, okay, enough's enough.
3: At this point, my dog Scallops looking at me like, why aren't we going in the car? What are you humans doing? He was putting his two paws on the door, like just open it. It's getting cold. Yeah. So at this point, I'm like, okay, whoever wants to come with me, me and Scallop are going to go down.
0: Oh, wait, no, no. we. There's a big part that we oh, missed. what did we miss? Because we were like, look, if we can't, if we can't. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, if, <laughs> if we can't get into the vehicle by means of a Slim Jim, a tow truck, park rangers, all the above, we literally proceeded to shake the car to try to wake up the, the, the key fob. We tried to open the doors, like, just, like, really hard, thinking that maybe it would open. Nope. So we're like, Ingrid came up with the idea because it is her car. Two options.
2: Yeah. Two options. One option was… Hiking down the mountain to go to Pepe's car, which then we would drive to Ingrid's house, get our spare key, drive back, and start that whole journey. Which is also a five and a half mile hike down a very high mountain at at this point, 1 a.m. And And that was really what we thought the only option was until
0: Ingrid… Ingrid was like…
3: Guys, let's just break the car window.
0: Yeah, because at that point, a good, good good call, we all kind of nervously look at each other. because we're like, mm.
3: nobody wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah,
0: none of us would do it. No. no, nobody wanted to do it. But also it was like, well, after you think about it, it, it probably would be about the same price to, to either wait another hour or God knows how long um, for somebody to come. Or, you know, and so that was like $200 at least. Or we could do, you know, break it. We could break the window. It's probably going to be about the same price. In fact, when we finally all relented and we like, okay, if you're going to break the window, you're going to break your own window, Ingrid. So we film it.
3: So this is important for everyone to know that if you're ever submerged your car in, in water and you're going deep, you, ha- you have to get a really pointy… Um, Diamond cutter. Uh, diamond cutter or something pointy that could just, you could hit the window and it will crack open. You can just hit it with like, you know, a big item. And so I had something in my pocket that was very thin and I started hitting the window, but it wasn't doing anything. You could hear the echoes throughout the entire mountain.
2: And you could see the spark. But I think the reason is because when you're underwater, there's the pressure of the water mm-hmm. so that's why it'll shatter like that there
0: was no pressure and jeeps make very strong windows yeah so Ingrid proceeds to whack at it just whacking away bang 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 okay now the three of us me Pepe and Salim are like oh man one of us has got to break this woman's car window and i'm like all right of course the big black dude right? <laughs> 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 of course Everybody's looking at me like Josh, you got this right. I'm like, uh now I do I, I always try to be prepared. And I have this this little fancy key thing that doubles over as like a multi-tool. And when I when I purchased it, um it's it's supposed to be able to like be pointy enough and durable enough to be able to break a window. <laughs> that wasn't gonna work because I just couldn't get a good angle on it to 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 hammer it. So that didn't work. So then I'm like, all right, just give me that tool that that uh, Ingrid was whacking away at it. And so I kind of give it like a little small bink, bink, bink. And I just got like more aggressive over and over and over. Mind you, it's really cold. So like the friction that it was causing in my hands, it just wasn't allowing me to keep going. And that window was not breaking. Like props to anybody that's broke a window. Like you guys are... I, uh, whatever, like committed <laughs> because this was not breaking. So now the look on our faces are… It's time to go for a hike. It's time to go for a hike. So we pack up the things. We put it kind of underneath the car, moving things around. Mind you, we've got a, a very expensive, girthy telescope at the back of the the, the vehicle. And we're just like…
3: At we this point, I, I didn't care. that Anyone could take it. I wanted to get us off this mountain because it was getting so cold. So it didn't matter. Nothing mattered.
0: Yeah, so we're like, okay, I guess we're going for a walk, an adventure. Going for adventure, a beautiful adventure. And it was actually still
2: a perfectly clear, nice night. The moon was so bright, Josh, and the walking warmed us up because it was literally we were about to freeze today. We actually told that to AAA, like we will freeze it if you don't come and get us. Yeah. and they did not seem to care much.
3: Josh looked at this, looked at this app, and he's like, guys, it's only like an hour and thirty minutes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was like I guess if you tumble down the down the mountain. <laughs> but so so obviously like I decided to um
3: to track it like I would normally and go.
1: Oh yeah, and we also had to carry Ingrid's dog scallop down the hill as well. I,
3: I didn't have a leash for him and around that time coyotes come, could take this little dog And the poor
2: and- dog, you know, just walking down this late at night and stuff. So Pepe and I took turns carrying down lovely scallop in a little little bag, which was so fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. okay, so here we are now. We're, we've relented, right because there was really no other option, like nothing else that, that was the only option, right? So we're walking, and I was thankful. Thank God I was the one that like the the, the turn of events that happened that day is what caused me to drive to Ingrid's place. So I had my car available there, you know, and this will come back full circle story moment. But I also took all of my things out of the car because Pepe, remember when I was like, bro, I'm going to I'm going to even though I have this amazing jacket that that Ingrid got for me. I put my other jacket with all the things in my pockets over it just because I I just had this sneaking suspicion. I don't know. It's like my my Spidey sense was was on. And something told me to grab everything out of the car. I wish you would have told me that because my keys to my apartment were in the car. Well, you were hiding from us trying to pretend like you were getting abducted. (laughs) (laughs) Touche, touche, touche. Okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. So so we're walking and I think we all recalled like, wait, like it actually feels much nicer as we were making our journey down the hill. Oh yeah, thank God it was downhill. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So so we're walking down. I'm tracking it on my app. We're and- having
2: fun. We're singing. We're making the most of it, honestly. It was such a jolly time.
3: And at this point we still don't have reception. I think Josh are going in and out going down the hill. We don't have anything. And I and I really genuinely thought okay, like maybe there's going to be a car that's going to come up and we're going to hitch hitchhike, right? But um yeah.
1: And uh, it took a while walking down the hill till we started seeing houses. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Salim's here like thinking about like going up to a house knocking on the door.
2: Well, I was thinking about going up to a house that looked like people were still in and just kindly asking somebody if they could give us a ride down the other three miles of the mountain. I don't think that's the most erroneous thing to ask.
1: Yeah. yeah Josh was like, I don't think anyone's going to offer to give us a ride down this hill.
2: Well, Josh made a very good point that I wasn't thinking that in, in a COVID world, nobody's going to do that, which he's absolutely right on. And I was not thinking that.
0: Again, we have the United Colors of Benetton coming down the hill. That's with, true. With a dog and a bunch of random blankets, right? At we got Pepe Ramirez. 1.30 a.m. in Arab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very true. I mean, this is the area of the Night Stalker. From back in the day, right? So, uh, yeah, I, I've been watching that episode on uh, that documentary. Yeah, it's so good. Um, okay, but that that part was hilarious because, you know, you have to understand the journey we were taking down the hill. We're still just having fun, and we're all thankful that we're together doing this. We're singing songs. We're rapping. We're, you know, saying God knows what. And, and of course, as we come up on some houses and Salim is considering to go in, I'm like, man— uh, there wait because you said you saw a lady with a clipboard, right? Oh yes, yeah, someone
2: had a clipboard. So it looked like there was an event going on. I wouldn't just go to a random house, but it looked like all lights were on. A lady with a clipboard writing some stuff down. I'm like, oh well, maybe if well, there is a house. Here's the
3: thing. We're all on the street, and this is Pepe, Josh, and me. We're on the street. Salim is like peeping Tom <laughs> on the window <laughs> watching. Yeah. We're like, it was so uncomfortable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. And so I'm like, I'm like. You know what? I think that's probably a sex party going on. Um, you know, if, if you the only way you're going to get invited is if you have a female with you and you're unclothed. But anyway, so it's in the middle of the night and we continue to make our way down the, the hill and we are kind of looking for an answer because, you know, we're like midway through it and I know our feet are hurting and thankfully my feet started to warm up after all that walking, right? Mine as well, yeah. Yeah, started
2: to get the blood flowing. I think it was a very smart idea.
0: Yeah, and so at some point I'm like, God, dog, like my my legs are on fire. And you know, listen, like <laughs> I know what it's like to have DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, because of like all the EMS stuff that I do. And I was thinking, oh yeah, this is gonna hurt tomorrow, right? So that we'll fast forward to that because that's part of the the next day, everyone. But we're, we're getting there. We're 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 about halfway down the hill, okay. And what else? So, oh yeah, I think this is when we let Scallop out of the bag. Because somebody, people are having to carry Scallop in this big Air One, like, cooler bag. <laughs> okay, so finally Scallop gets out and is like, oh, hey, <laughs> what are we guys doing? What are we doing? Um, and so we keep making our way down the hill, which is amazing. And I mean, we somebody's playing music.
3: I mean, at this point, everyone… I mean, at this point, I started to feel really guilty because I'm, you know, like I put this whole thing together and my heart was broken because I wanted everyone to have a good time. I didn't want it to end like this and just being defeated, walking down the hill. I was like, oh my God, I ruined the night. Like I completely ruined this night. And so Salim was like, no, like we're all having fun. I was like… I don't know if we're having fun. I mean, this is when, like, I guess I'm very late with my uh, with a psilocybin. It wasn't kicking in until later for me, um, and so that was around the time where, I'm like, wait. I I think I'm I'm feeling it, and at the same time I feel very guilty. Oh, but
2: you should not have felt guilty because it was an adventure. It was a night we will all never forget. It is now going to be documented on this lovely podcast. And Absolutely, yeah.
1: Yo, we're not even done yet.
2: Oh, we are not even done. Not yet. even. Not, not even, even close, close to you. done yet. Yeah. Thank you. Pepe. So, so we get close to the bottom. We see like the final turn, and we see civilization. We see like we see uh, we see the the ocean we see the 76 gas station where Pepe's car is parked and we're like you know what and Josh had service we're like let's call AAA to get a status yet again and yet again so we called him and at this point it's it's probably now almost two hours after we first called him
0: and and I, I, this part is important I'm sure you you're going into this but as we're walking down we're like replaying all these scenarios in our head and we were kind of like you know what Like we told, we told AAA that we were like about to freeze and we were like super, super cold. Like, what would it be like if like we called them back and said like, hey, we've already lost one, but we're hanging on guys, right? And so that's what we did basically. Yeah, we called them and we were like,
2: tell them the whole situation again. We hear the same thing that, oh, unfortunately our service is down in that area. And we're like, this is now the fourth time we called two hours ago. We are freezing to death up here and we will not survive the night. If you do not send somebody... Something is going to happen and basically just got off the phone with them.
0: She was like, uh, what's the callback number? <laughs> <laughs> we're like, clearly, clearly we're not getting a callback. So.
1: And I'd like to say, while we're walking down the hill, I kept looking at Salim and I said, like, so at some point, if we see the AAA person coming by, we could uh, just let them know. It's us uh, and you you kept reminding you kept telling me there's no way in hell that they're coming.
2: no way in hell they were coming no way in hell and they did not come they did not call back they did not anything and uh, we get down to Pepe's car and before
0: it- we get to Pepe's car I, I I kept remembering the fact that like well you guys alluded to it earlier with me dropping the water bottle. I don't know why but I had did not put the bottle water bottle away like i had to have it out it was like my security blanket for some reason i don't know right and and it's just like every once in a while it would hit my leg as we were walking every
2: mile it was our mile marker
0: it was it was yeah and 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 that was just another funny thing you you need these like uh like comedy relief moments i guess right but another thing that we noticed is we kept looking at the map and it's like, like, why are we looking at the map? Like, we we got to keep walking. We we got to keep going down straight. And I remember there was one point I overheard. Uh, are we going the right way? I'm like, what? What? Like, how else are we going downhill? Like, what do you mean? Did we go the right way? We we're going down the hill. Only one way. Yeah, it's like it's only one way. So it's I got that was the only moment that I kind of got nervous because my legs were throbbing, like burning. Yeah. Right? So. Anyway, and and we would we would kind of point down the hill and we'd be like, "Oh, yeah, there's the car." And like, "But how is it how is it that we're going to get there?" And that's the part that you were talking about how the road winds around and anyway. So now we finally make it to the car,
2: the Pepe's car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And at that point the only option is to go back to Ingrid's house to get the spare key. Lucky for Josh, he had his spidey senses and had everything, so that was the end of his journey.
1: And I looked at the amount of uh, gas that was still in my car. And I said, oh, this is more than enough to get back to Ingrid's place. And everyone insisted that, no, 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 no. We're filling up a full tank here. Mercury, Mercury
2: in full retrograde. Retro we were not risking anything anyway. At this point, it's like 2.30, I think, a.m. And we still have a adventure ahead, ahead. of us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and, you know, I was, I'll be honest. I think I, I can voice this now. <clears throat> in my in my brain in my heart my soul i was like there's no way i'm going to let them do the rest of this by themselves because like you know we got to tough this one out and then i was like <laughs> nah, that lasted long <laughs> Yeah, you guys yeah, have fun yeah. I saw my car And you know, <laughs> Man I like, was like, No we know yeah, yeah. yeah No because I was At like you
2: thought it We appreciate the thought No nah,
0: because like you know Ingrid went into the house And I was kind of like But I'm saying goodbye But okay peace And then I gave these two guys a hug And I'm like I'm out man I, I, I'm sorry but I'm out And you know And so then That was the end of the journey for me So I, I obviously go I, I remember this too I needed to find a place to get gas. And um, I'm like, since this is Ingrid's area, I'm like, hey, so where is it that, you know, I can get gas? And she's like, oh, you know, you can go down there. And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to take those directions because I'm going to end up getting lost. I don't have much gas in there. I ended up finding a place to get gas, left these guys to it. And, you know, that's where my my night ends. But before they continue the rest of the story, all I could think of is how sore my legs were and how I I luckily have these Compex compression boots. This episode is brought to you by Compex. <laughs> no, but uh, I had these Compex compression boots that are kind of like Normatec boots. And I all I could think about was taking a shower, doing the compression, the compression boots. And PEMF before going to sleep, and that's exactly what I did, and that's important because the next day, smartest so, thing, smartest thing.
3: Go. I got something to say. When we got to my house, I told everyone, "Yes, I think I know. I know where the other key is." And deep inside, I was like, "No, Ingrid, you don't know where the other key is." This what? is the
1: first time I'm hearing this. <laughs> Me too. Pepe. What the fuck. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I was really, I, I mean, I didn't want to disillusion anyone here. I was like, you better fucking find this key. <laughs> Luckily, I, 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 you know, the first drawer where I looked, it was right there. So that's when when you went and said goodbye through the window. He kn- Josh knocked on my bedroom window and I was like, oh, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> I'm on a mission here. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: So, so yeah, I mean, rest of the story goes that Pepe drove back to um, the top of the mountain. In Malibu. In Malibu, yes. Um, quite a drive. And we were like, oh wow, we just hiked this. We like we got to like re-see how long it is. It takes like five minutes to drive up this thing. Ten Way minutes. Way
1: more than five. I think like fifteen. Yeah, fifteen to 15 twenty minutes. To drive up the hill.
2: Yeah. There you go. Get to the top. Luckily, it opens up. And uh at that point, Pepe drives home. Ingrid still has to drive me to my place, which gratefully she did, and then makes it home. And we all messaged each other to make sure we made it home safely. And that was at that point I made it home. I think at like five fifteen or something.
3: Yeah, I got home around five forty five.
2: Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, um, and that is the conclusion of that night. Okay,
0: now, now I I wanted to so remember we have this group chat right. And I, I knew that the the night was tense for everyone. So I obviously I wanted everybody to sleep in. Um, I was un, only able to sleep because like, I, I didn't get to bed till five something as well because I did the compacts. You know, uh, I did that for about thirty minutes, and um, so I wake up around nine. So I got four hours of sleep, which is not great. But I'm just thinking to myself, wow, I'm so happy that I have the day off today. And man, I wonder what my friends are up to. So I very casually decided to put like this message, this, this voice note into the group chat to say, hey guys, uh, just in case any of you are wondering, AAA has still not called me back yet, right? And so like that was kind of the, the, the flow And this, you know, I wanted to kind of let, let it be light and funny and, but it was true. They hadn't called back, didn't leave a voice note, nothing, and so then everybody starts to kind of relive the night, relive the night, and
2: also realize how we could not walk because the calves were literally on fire. And the next day was even worse. So I was walking with a limp for
0: probably <laughs> like four days. <laughs> yes. No joke, four days. It was unbelievable, mind you. It was it was five and a half miles. It took a little over two hours. So it was like two hours and seven minutes. And I do have the uh, the map. That I will uh, I will share in the carousel on this uh, this episode, um, and I don't think the map
2: does it justice because the map just you cannot tell the incline or decline of it. Rather, it
0: is. Re- Do you know how high that? Is? I, I have it. You I, have how high I'll, it is? Oh, oh okay. it's it's on there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I have it. Uh, but um, yeah. So it was just like it was one of those moments. Also, th- that you know I th- I think this is a good time to say to people, um, when you set an intention and you're with the right people, it almost doesn't matter what happens, right? And that was the beautiful part about it. And I didn't know until the other day that Ingrid, that you were feeling so guilty. And I said to you the same thing that he said. I didn't know that you guys had that conversation, but I said the exact same thing, you know? Because for me, I couldn't wait to tell a few people what happened, you know? Because a few of my friends, um, like at work, I had gone to work, Before coming out to Venice, letting them know what I'm I'm about to go do. I'm about to embark upon this amazing journey. And then they saw me back at work and they're like, why are you here? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, like I don't want to be here. So then the the next day when they saw me or, you know, I guess two days later, they're like, so how did it go? How did it go? I'm like, it was an event. We're going to document it on this podcast and you're going to have to listen to it, you know? But it, it was beautiful though. Totally. And and I think something that
2: I took out of it is just you who you surround yourself with speaks so much and to have, um, you, it says a lot about the people, how they react to in times like that, how you react in a time like that. And I think, I mean, that's what makes our dynamic, the four of us so incredible because there wasn't a second where anyone was like, oh, what the heck? Or, oh, Ingrid, like, Everybody remained positive and everybody saw it from a glass half full perspective. And it was honestly an adventure I think no one will ever forget.
0: Absolutely. And uh, yeah, like I said at the beginning, I think we were all changed and um, for the better. And I think it was super, super beautiful. And, you know, it was interesting because today is Saturday. So it was exactly a week ago and… It's almost the same kind of situation, right? Because I come out here. We plan this day. I guess this is an example of be careful when you when you make plans, right? Because uh, what is that saying? Like if you wanna if you wanna make God laugh, tell him your plans. You know, that's that's kind of the 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 sentiment I have all the time. And you know, so here it is. Okay, I have today off. It's Saturday. Uh, We're going to record this podcast. We're going to do this, and I'm like, "Gonna hang." It's the last time we're going to see each other for a while. You and I
2: are traveling.
0: Yeah, and work is like, yeah, we need you to come again today. And I'm like, ah, but you know, it's it's all good because again, I reliving this moment with all four of you here together is beautiful and amazing. And you know, it's I I think we, yeah, when when it comes to the idea of taking plant medicine. I think this is also should be something to tell people that like, it's as good as you want it to be. It's as good as you allow it to be. And, you know, even though it kind of was weird when the flashlight came and the park ranger came, it could have gotten super dark and and, and scary, but it didn't. And I think that's because we set the intention. We're not out here fooling around. And that's kind of what I do with with any of the plant medicines. So, yeah.
3: One of the intentions that we really put out there in the beginning since since uh, before we even got to the mountain was to connect, right? Mm. And it came true. We got this connection.
0: Beautiful connection. And,
3: and so we got what we wanted.
0: So many of you may be wondering at this point, did they see any aliens? Dun, 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 dun. And that's where I leave you with the question of What is an alien? (laughs) (laughs) I got to pee. Oh, man. All right. Well, um, listen, with this podcast, anytime I have guests on the show, I always like to finish by asking something that you're grateful for. So uh, I don't want to to go away from my normal route with that. So I figure this is uh, probably the best time to do that. So let's start with Ingrid. What is something you're grateful for?
3: Um, and I've been saying this a lot. I'm super grateful. I've never had a community and a, a close group of friends like this. Even in high school, I don't remember having this. And so having you guys in my life has been the most amazing thing that, that's happened in a very long time. And so I'm, I'm very grateful for each and every one of you. And for going into this journey because this journey is not over. We're gonna to continue to contact these aliens and it's gonna to happen. Tonight, and then the, tonight, the next podcast is gonna be us talking about how we got abducted and it was awesome.
2: Salim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am I am grateful. Oh man, you stole what I was gonna say, Ingrid. Hey, if you're
0: grateful for it as well, oh, of course, good. no.
2: I'm, I'm just, I'm grateful to have, uh, to have people, to have community like you guys, to continue building these relationships, um, to be able to be out in California. It's something I've wanted for so long, and to continue just uh, spreading this, uh, spreading this conscious
0: light. Amazing, Pepe.
1: Kind of reiterating what Ingrid was saying. I'm really grateful for all of your friendship. Very much so.
0: We love you, Pepe. And for me, I, I am super grateful for creating a space with you guys to be super vulnerable. And I think that's something very important for, especially the males within my within my life within my experience. It's it's uh, unusual, and maybe not as um, not as frequent to become vulnerable, especially around other males. And and then also Ingrid, to be able to like come into this group and just allow for all these things to happen. I mean, it's because of you that we had this amazing experience. And, you know, and and I think this group here, like I don't think my California, my LA experience would be anything like it is if it wasn't for the people here. So with that, thank you. Thank you. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. And for the listeners out there, um, if you have any stories that involve extraterrestrial beings or you have any experiences that, that may come close to, to our amazing Mercury and retrograde story, um, give us a shout out. Let us know.
1: I just wanted to add that in the future, I'm trying to get all of these guys to go take a trip out with me
0: to Skinwalker Ranch in Utah.
2: I don't know what Skinwalker Ranch
0: is. Oh, you will. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I told you immediately, I'm down, bro. I got you. So all good. Um, Okay. Well, this was fun. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And um, for any of you, if you want, please share this with someone that you think might enjoy it. And uh, we're going to leave you with some lovely sounds to embark your new journey. This is Simply Walk the Talk. We are out. Peace. Walk the talk, talking facts Move like me, but I move a little fast Make my move, here to last Fast and easy belt, am coming past Take care of me, longevity Hack my biology, better believe Walk in the talk, soul, mind and body connected Better come give us a listen Better come give us a minute or two Open the box up, we are giving you tools Giving your engine the fuel that it needs Breathing into it, it's immune. Make a connection, we're stronger in two Making us one of a kind of a few Work on the mind, but show me your moves If you do what you say, you know what to do Yeah
3: they walk the time